You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. What's the matter? Store wouldn't take your stolen credit card. Credit cards are a notoriously insecure means of payment. Credit card fraud remains the most common type of identity theft in the U.S. About $11 billion worth of losses due to credit card fraud. The vast majority of that is online. It's just a piece of plastic with a number on it. And anyone who knows that number can make a charge to your account. As we go about doing our business online, we tend to give away our credit card information to so many different companies. And that really spreads our risk across a lot of different places instead of just our bank. Josh Summers teaches people about security products in the digital age. It makes me a little uneasy whenever I'm handing out my information to all these different places. And we do it anyway because we like the convenience. But there are a bunch of companies that offer things called virtual credit cards that allow you the convenience of credit cards whilst giving you more privacy and control over your purchases. They work kind of like a VPN, shielding your payment information from merchants. I'm not giving out my actual banking information. I'm not giving out my actual credit card or debit card number. Asking it with one that gives me a little more control. Increased privacy is a big reason why someone might want to use a virtual credit card. Maybe you don't want your payment information to be a way that marketers can target you. Or perhaps you just don't want to reveal your home address to people that you don't know. Not only are we masking that credit card number, we also have the ability to mask our address, our zip code and our name if we wanted to. You can use any name any address, any zip code, and they will auto-approve that charge. I decided to give this a go and used privacy.com to purchase an online dance class with a fake name and a fake address. It was a virtual product, so there's no reason I should have to give them my home address. And second, it said in the terms and conditions that they were allowed to sell my data to third parties. No, thank you. The purchase worked a treat. One less company harvesting my data. The virtual card company itself is still collecting my data. Well, the great thing about privacy.com is that they promise never to sell user data in any capacity. And a lot of these virtual credit card companies have similar policies. Another reason you might use a virtual credit card is as a layer of insulation from the world of online fraud. How could someone get a hold of your credit card number? I have no idea, but look how much they spend. We've become so inoculated to using our credit card that now we almost trust anybody with it. But if this number falls into the wrong hands... They will take you for everything you have without any compassion whatsoever. When you have this number, you have the ability to pull money from my account. And yet, we freely hand that number out to almost anyone. Virtual credit cards allow you to put in place all kinds of parameters that stop those people pulling money from your account without your permission. I can say that this is a one-time use card. I can pause or cancel those cards at any time. Once I use that card once with a merchant, it gets locked to that merchant. For example, you might create a virtual card to pay your Netflix subscription. That card is locked to my Netflix account and it cannot be used anywhere else. Not only that, but my liability is limited to $9 per month because that's what I've set it at. Netflix can cannot charge any more than that. I had some yard work done on a house of mine. The contractor basically asked me, can you please just email us your credit card information? When I sent my information, I made it a single use credit card. And 
for a specific amount for the invoice. So once they hit the card for that amount, the card was closed two minutes later after they charged that $800, anything else that they want to charge on top of that will also get declined. Even if someone gets access to that email and the card number, it will be useless to them. But it's not just sending credit card numbers over insecure methods like email that should concern us. It's also how the company stores that information once they have it. We're giving all this information to uh, companies that we may or may not be really confident about their security measures. All of the small businesses, your local pizza chain or your dentist that are also collecting your payment data, they don't have necessarily these big IT departments to make sure that their infrastructure is secure. Instead of spreading our risk across a lot of different companies, giving our credit card information to all those, we're kind of trusting one company. Privacy.com, for example, takes great pains to store your data safely using things like password hashes, split key encryption for sensitive information, and isolating data. Most of these companies have similar practices, but make sure you read the fine print before you sign up. A third reason why you might want to use a virtual credit card is that it's the best way I found to eliminate auto renewals for stuff that you don't want anymore or forget about. A lot of these services depend on you just forgetting that you have a subscription somewhere until you find it on your bill and you're like, oh, I better cancel that, by which time yeah. you've already paid for another month that you're not gonna use. Subscription services are notoriously hard to cancel. They do this on purpose. I wanna quit the gym. You do realize you won't have access to our new full service suite of spa. I want to quit the gym. I pressed the cancel button and a little pop-up said, you know, we're sorry that you are interested in cancel. You'll have to email this email address in order to continue. I'm like, that is not a cancel. So what I did is I went in and I canceled their card. When they run that charge and find out that it's declined, they will stop their services quicker than it would take me to actually do the cancel service. Some caveats about these virtual cards. First, let's go back to that VPN analogy. The same way that a VPN hides your IP from websites you visit, but the VPN company has access to everything you visit, a virtual credit card hides your sensitive information from merchants, but the company sees everything you do. So keep that in mind that this is not an anonymous service. Now, just because your virtual credit card company knows what you're doing, it doesn't mean that your bank needs to. Some virtual credit cards let you choose from a selection of fake merchants names how you want your charge to show up on your bank statement. They've got a list of like four or five, it's like H&H hardware, like some random names that you can put on so you can hide it from your bank. That's not mine. Now a couple more caveats that I'll mention. A lot of people like credit cards because they get cashback rewards. Now you miss out on those rewards if you're using a virtual credit card. But some would argue that it's a small price to pay to save you from the inevitable headache of credit card fraud. The other caveat is that I personally think crypto provides better protection and privacy, and you get the added bonus of saving money on every purchase if you're using services like Dash Direct, BitRefill, or Purse.io. But recurring payments is still a thing that crypto doesn't do well at all. So virtual credit cards are actually a great interim solution that give you back some more control over your finances. All in all, the less data you give out to the least amount of places online, the smaller your digital footprint and the more control you have over your privacy. Virtual credit cards are a really cool product that I recommend people check out. Being able to mask 
my information, kind of add in that, that anonymous or pseudonymous layer between my actual information and who I'm giving it to. It just gives me a little more confidence as I move forward, whether it's with my address, my phone number, my credit card, whatever. Whoa! To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute, or Library.io. I'm a Bitcoin, staring